fucking amateur hour. Not running on Tom Coughlin time, that's for sure. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is At The Helm Sports. I'm your host, Derek Helm. Thank you for joining me for episode 90. Please be sure to follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave those five-star reviews. The NFL season is upon us. We are approaching the biggest two weekends for drafts, so we are here to get you ready for the draft. We're going to be doing the running back tiers. But first, if you want to get ready for your draft, head over to yardsperfantasy.com. We have everything you need over there from rankings, team breakdowns, division breakdowns. If you want to do your own projections, literally anything you could possibly need over there. If you are going to be playing any DFS or betting on the NFL this year, head over to themadlabmma.com. Now, you might be saying, why would I head to an MMA site for NFL? Well, not only are you going to get Mad Labs MMA content, but this year, you're actually going to get the DFS playbook by Run Pure Sports. We're going to have Mad Labs chalkboard and stacks. We'll have everything you need, the NFL currency cartel for all your betting needs. So you get everything you need to basically own the weekend. We'll have MMA on Saturday and the NFL on Sunday, powered by Run Pure Sports. So be sure to check that out. But we're here to talk running backs, getting into it, have the crew with me. Fitz, how we doing? What's good? What's good? Doing good. And Dave Utnick. Gentlemen, how are you tonight? And joining us for the first time, making his debut in a segment, what we're going to call Making Waves, Wave Williams. What's good? Let's get it. So, yeah, we're going to dive right into the running back tiers. And basically, there's probably going to be a lot of arguments here. Mute button might be uh, a little bit worn out by the end of this one. But if we get right into it. As I've had with a lot of these tiers, I, I have Christian McCaffrey in a tier of his own. I, I just I've said it on the wide receiver show. I think him and Justin Jefferson are the two that are clear cut that you can make a case for the number one overall. I mean, he's just so consistent, basically put the injury history behind him last year. It, it's in the rearview mirror. So I think he's likely the number one, even if he's still on the Panthers. But the fact that he's on the Niners now, I, I just think he is the clear cut number one. Fitz, you have any opinion? opposition to that i don't um i absolutely love christian mccaffrey everyone knows i'm a big you know shanahan fan um i think you know any running back you put in that offense he makes it work he you know they put up big numbers now you put the best running back arguably in the league in that offense um yeah absolutely love mccaffrey there and just looking at it i think usually i like to have a couple guys you know in that first tier that i would take early in the first round but um it's the, the position, the state of the running back position is just ugly. I think it's probably the weakest, you know, I've seen a running back class in a while. So I'm fine with Chris McCaffrey all by himself. Yeah, a lot of these guys this year are going to have a lot of questions, split in time or, or just don't know what's going to happen. But Dave, what about you? you? You got thoughts on that? Would you add anyone to that tier? Or you think Christian deserves it? I mean, he's the top of whatever tier I would add to it. I mean, it's the same argument I gave last week. You know, you're not really taking anyone else above him, but that's all really based on draft position. So without blowing up your tiers completely, I mean, he would be the top of a tier that I would have a lot of your next tier guys in. So we'll get to them when we get there. And Wave, what about you? Yeah, Christian McCaffrey, like, I mean, he does everything. He's goal line back, runs, catches. He even throws it sometimes, like, I got nothing. I, I like a lot of Christian McCaffrey this year. I got I got nothing negative to really say about him. 
just the only thing. He's the only running back you can say that about this year. All right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, th- I think he deserves to be in a tier of himself and it's not a big gap, but then right after him, I do have Austin Eckler, obviously 20 touchdowns in 2021. He had 18 last year. Now I think some of that does come down a little bit. So maybe the touchdown upside isn't there. Some of it could go to Herbert who didn't have the greatest year from a touchdown standpoint last year, but in Kellen Moore's offense, you know, they don't throw as much to the running back. So maybe the receptions come down too. So I do think Austin Eckler's upside to be the number one, maybe isn't there, but I think he's still very, very clearly in this tier. And then I have Nick Chubb here. Also, in my opinion, he is the best running back in the league. As far as a a pure runner goes, 5.2 career yards per carry averaged 1,283 yards and 11 touchdowns over the last three years, despite only playing 14 games in 2021 and 12 in 2020. So that's a ridiculous stat line with with only that many games. He's one of only three players with over 1,000 yards after contact last year and also had 34 broken tackles, which both were fourth most in the league. So love Nick Chubb. And then also Saquon. I mean, he's basically the entire offense. Career high, 1,300 yards last year, tied for fifth most carries inside the 10. 21 missed tackles forced, and that was third most last season. So got to love what Barkley can do, and and especially how much he's going to get the ball in that offense. But Dave, we'll start with you. What do you think of this tier? Uh, I mean, I like each of these guys here. You're talking bell cow usage, you know, high uh, end touches for each of these guys in the offense. The one guy that you are missing is Tony Pollard from this tier. Um, with Zeke gone, I think he's going to get a ton of opportunity. Um, I'd put him right here in the same class with each of these guys. Dallas's offense is still going to put up points as much as I hate them. But I, I think you're looking at each of these guys here, and then I would add Pollard to the mix. Yeah, the, the only reason – I have these guys in a tier and then a little bit of separation is just there's a couple questions I have about the next couple guys, Pollard being one of them. And really, the only thing is we just haven't seen it for a full season with Pollard. So, yes, he he is the clear number one there. I just I worry about him holding up for the whole year and and. You know, we, we've seen it with some of these really efficient backs is when they get a larger workload, the efficiency comes down a little bit. So that that's the only reason I have him outside of this tier. But Wave, what about you? What do you what do you think about this tier? Yeah, I just want to say one thing about Eckler, though, because like um, he, they got they got Mike Williams, they got freaking Keenan and they got Quentin Johnson like that. that You know, they didn't have that. You know, a lot of those guys were hurt. Some of them hurt different times and that enabled him to like really take on the receiving role. But if all those guys are healthy, I just think the workload comes down a little bit. And, and yeah, that, that's my only problem with Eckler. Like, he, he was super, super efficient. That's why I think there's a bigger gap with uh with McCaffrey. But then uh, I love I love Nick Chubb. Um, I think he's going to catch the ball a lot more this year. I think with um with Kareem. Kareem Hunt took a shit ton of work basically away from him. Um, I, I, you guys know I like Shaq. Or, or as, as I call him, Saquon Barkley, um, he, he does everything. He's going to be the goal line back. He's going to be he's going to be you know he's going to catch a ton of balls. Um, the Giants they did add Waller, but you know he, he's going to get a ton of the work. They don't have a lot of receivers over there, and I, I do agree with um, two things. I do agree with you, Nick, with uh, with Pollard. Like Pollard, once they got rid of Zeke, that he's not coming back. Pollard should get an uptick in workload, and he he was like one of the top most efficient backs like in the, in the NFL 
Like, so if he gets any more work, which, which I think he does with uh, Zeke out of there, he can get more goal line work, more regular down work, Pablozers. And then also, B, I think I got Bijan in there too in that tier. Um, he, he, uh, based, I don't have the exact numbers, but based off the like preseason, he, he had like, I think he had like 70% of the work over, um, over Algier. And if he, if we, if, if, if I'm, if I'm going to give him 70% of work, the goal line plus we we know he's a he's a great receiving, like I think he his workload isn't in question to me, so I think he belongs in that tier too. Yeah, I mean you could definitely make a case for it, and and again the only the gap I have in tier here is just I think these three guys are clear cut. There are no questions. There are no warts whatsoever. So I mean if I, if I'm coming away from the first round with one of these guys as as my RB1, I absolutely love it. I wouldn't hate the next three guys. I just think they have a couple more questions th- than these three. So I I just have a slight gap between them, but Fitz, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm more on par with you, Derek, than I am with um you Nick and Wave here. Uh my only thing is I'm pretty much on par with the tiers. I would just flip guys depending on if it's PPR or standard. I mean, if it's standard scoring, I'm doing Nick Chubb over Eckler. If PPR, I got Eckler too, and then Chubb, I'm fine with that. And then if it is standard, I'm also probably going to move um, Derrick Henry so, into this. So everything so I do I know is, that... is half point. Everything is half point. Okay. So even that half point, I think I'd probably put – I mean, you're splitting hairs. I'd probably put Chubb, then Eckler. I'm fine with Barkley in this tier. I don't like Pollard in this tier because, like you said, um, you know, he just – Never had that huge workload before. I think a lot of his efficiency was because he was spelling Zeke. He was coming in fresh. He was, you know, Zeke was wearing them down. He was coming in and getting those, um, you know, big, big splash plays. Um, I like Pollard, but maybe not in the tier with these proven guys like Chubb, Eckler, Saquon. Um, maybe argue big dog, Derrick Henry in here. I don't like Bijan here. Just, um, I don't know. He's a rookie. I know he's super talented. We don't know how it's going to play out. I mean, Algier as a rookie. Um, put up almost five, uh, you know, five yards carry, you know, eleven hundred, um, you know, uh, yards. He led, I think, second in yards after contact. So he's not going to go away. But I you know they're going to feed Bijan. But I think there's room there for Algier too. So just without all the workload and being a rookie, I don't have Bijan in this, in this tier, top tier. I don't have Pollard in this top tier. So I'm, I'm pretty much on par with you, Derek. Maybe so, Derek Henry in there. But um, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I mean, basically, you you name my next tier. I I do have Henry there. I have Bijan, Tony Pollard, and then I have Josh Jacobs in in there. And with with Henry, you know, it's just a question of you know, does he kind of take a step back because the amount he's work work he's gotten over the past couple of years? But he he's still a monster. I mean, second most yards after contact, second most broken tackles last year, over fifteen hundred yards in three of the last four seasons. I mean. He only played eight games in 2021, had over 900 yards and 10 touchdowns. That That's great for a season for most people. He only got it in eight games. So I, I love Henry. Bijan, just same thing. Have, haven't really seen it yet. So I, I do think that 300 touches is basically his floor, though. Atlanta had the most rushing attempts last season. They ran on 55% of their plays. So he's going to get a shit ton of work. The only thing is, I don't know how good that offense is really going to be. So maybe that caps his touchdown upside a little bit. So that's kind of why I have him here. We touched on Pollard. I mean, he he was incredible last year. 5.2 yards per carry. Actually really impressive, which I didn't even realize he averaged 3.7 yards after contact, which you don't really think of him as that kind of guy, but that, that was actually league high. So Pollard definitely b- belongs up here. 
And then after the year Jacobs had, it, it was just special. 1,500 yards, 12 touchdowns, led the league in yards after contact. He's averaged 1,185 yards and 10 touchdowns in his career. Back-to-back seasons with over 50 catches, which you you love to see that. If he's, if he's involved in the passing game, he definitely belongs up here with these guys. And all, all the news coming out is, is we, we do think he's going to be back and he'd be stupid to sit out. You know, we, we were kind of talking about it before everybody hopped on me and wave. were talking about it, you know, with, with this new NFL landscape, these guys can't sit out games. You're, you're losing way too much money. You're not going to get the money you're asking for. So leaving, I mean, $10 million on the table, you, you'd be an absolute moron. So I, I think he will be back for week one, but wait, why don't you start us off in this tier? You guys know my guy, uh, Big Dog. I love, I love Big Dog. Um, surprisingly, about Big Dog though, even the last couple, the last couple of years, he's been getting like an uptick in catches. It's, it's not much, um, but like if if he gets three or four catches a game, I mean that anything that helps his floor, and you know his him in negative game scripts. But uh, you know, like obviously, we, I talked about Bijan. I think he he's. He's special. Uh, he was getting um, in the preseason. I know it's preseason, but like, and he he ran a, a ton of routes, um, and he was targeted on a ton of them. So per per snap. So uh, Josh Jacobs. Uh, I I'm a you'll, as you'll come to see. I'm a big I'm a big talent guy. So I look I look at like uh, I know like opportunity is important in fantasy. I know that, but like I I look at talent and then opportunity, like. Josh Jacobs, I, I still I watched a lot of his his film. I know he had a monster year. He broke a lot of tackles, which because he's a big guy, but he broke long runs, and that's that's not something he was doing before. I don't know if he maybe he got maybe got faster in the offseason, maybe he lost a little weight, but I, I still I like the uh, Oakland's O line was just giving him huge holes to run through, and he took advantage. I think it's kind of kind of fluke. I think he falls back in line. To what he's been doing his whole career, which is like a solidish back, not not the elite rush leader. And the other the other thing is, um, Zamir White held the starting job pretty much. Obviously, his competition wasn't that good, but he he held it all summer against. Uh, you know, the coaches liked him. They say they saw him improve rushing. They say no. he's gonna. They, they say no. he's gonna give him- just just no. Yeah, right, come yeah. On. Right, you yeah, know, yeah, at some there, point I gotta cut you off because you right, just can't go. keep spewing this nonsense. I'm gonna raise I mean, my hand. How do you how do you hold a starting job all through the summer? What 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 does that even mean? <laughs> like, you did, like Josh Jacobs isn't even there. I mean, they, yeah, someone's so. got to carry the ball in practice. Reps is all Zamir White's doing. I mean, he's just a body at this point. I think I think not to talk over. I think we need a disclaimer for the audience is that Wave is biased on Zamir White because he used the first round rookie pick on him last year, so he just wants Zamir White to be good. Josh Jacobs made him. Yo, come on, yo, that is not Man. why I'm okay. Listen, I'm, I'm uh, that is not why I'm on Zamir White, but I'll, I'll try to keep the biases. I'll try to keep completely non biased on it. He had he 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 was the starting running back all summer. Whether that his competition was good or not, I know Jacobs was out of there, but like he he didn't lose it to Brandon Bolin. He didn't lose it to the other young guy. I'm just saying he held it. They, 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 they've been everything I've read all summer. They've been impressed with him. He's running hard. He got better. He's catching the ball. He, he's so like I think like if he sat out, if he said he still could sit out a game or two. He's not back yet. Like I do think he'll be back before week one, but he's not back yet. He like Zamir White could get. They're ready to roll with Zamir White. No, no, no I mean they're not. They're not. But anyway, 
No, I mean they 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 were at one like they they were at one point, but they're ready to go if if he doesn't come back. Is what I'm saying. Okay. They'd rather grab but, someone off the street and long, long story White. short, though. Do you have long Josh story Jacob? short? I think Zamir White gets a little bit more work. All right, so we'll you, talk about him in the you know undrafted tier when we get there. Come on, man. We're talking about the the upper tiers right now. I mean, Josh Jacobs had seven carries over twenty yards and had sixteen hundred yards total last year. So all that being fluky with him breaking off long runs is just straight up nonsense. He is. It's all about usage in this league. I mean, talent. You're finding out what the running back bar, running back market almost doesn't matter. If you're going to be a high-efficiency guy that's going to get a lot of carries, really doesn't matter who's out there carrying the ball. And Josh Jacobs is going to be the one because he's more talented in this in this you know conversation here. But Josh McDaniels loves just pounding the rock there, and they're going to continue to do it with Josh Jacobs whenever he shows up. But real quick, I, I did want to make a point. Like the reason I brought, it, I still think like last last year he got like thirteen carries. Like they literally gave him every carry, Jacobs. I'm just saying. Zamir White's gonna get more work this year. He's not. He's not gonna. He's not gonna steal his whole workload or nothing crazy. He's just gonna. Jacobs is gonna get less carries. The other part is when is Jacobs coming back? If he comes back the day before the season, are they gonna give him twenty five carries his first game? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Okay. If they. If you think. Okay. Then. E- then all right. Because like, even if even if they don't even if they don't that's one game. Mm-hmm. So let let let's say yeah he had over two thousand yards all purpose which he he had never done before, but let's be serious, you you have to be pretty damn talented to have over two thousand all purpose yards in the NFL and twelve touchdowns, and and the other thing is okay let's say he does come down and he doesn't have that year and it was kind of a fluke he still has a career average of eleven hundred yards and ten touchdowns in his career. Back-to-back seasons over 50 catches, that still puts him as a top seven running back, even if he's just getting his career average. So we, we can argue all we want that, that last year was fluky, but if he just does what he's done every single year, and that 11, 1110, most of those seasons aren't even full seasons. So he, even if he sits out three games, he's probably still getting that. Yep. Yeah, the, yeah, the main knock on Jacobs has been held, you know, played kind of hurt and not having that passing game work last year, he was healthy and he got pass work and you see what happened. I'm not saying he's going to go for 1600 yards again, but just like Derek said, look at talent. He was a first round draft pick. The guy's average close to five yards to carry for his career. So just with that workload, yeah, I think he's good for 14. I, mean, I, I get, I get your average in it, but like he's had some bad years. Even he had some like 900 never yard had a bad year. mad carry season. Huh? That he's never had a bad year. That that nine that I mean, nine hundred yard like, was he played I think he played twelve games he was injured and he still had nine hundred yards. I mean he was still like he was look it was not looking good for him before last season. People were questioning he would be on a you know what I mean like I'm not just, I mean th- those people were wrong. I'm just saying it wasn't like before before the season he was really like you guys are saying he was really good. It was uh, he was just like getting a lot of work. Just listen, you hijacked the show with your Josh Jacobs confirmation bias. All right, listen, whatever. <laughs> You, so Listen, you don't have- all right, you guys, fine. As a rookie, eleven hundred yards, seven touchdowns, twenty twenty. Yeah, that was his best season, I think. A a, th- a thousand sixty five his second year, twelve touchdowns. Eight seventy two was his his worst year, twenty twenty one, and that's because he only played twelve games, and he still had eight seventy two and nine touchdowns. But like, what was his yards per carry and shit? Like, like I know his rookie year was good. Not, like his rookie year was pretty like he, but I felt he dropped on like after that, like his yards were carry 
second second year was his lowest yards per carry 3.9 every other year has been 4.8 4 4.9 so 4.4 for his career so we we've exhausted josh jacobs obviously he's he's been pretty damn good but dave what what do you think is is there anyone else you like in this tier or that you would move or what are your thoughts no we've got everybody i mean the only other thing that you know as it relates to Bijan, we talked about Derrick Henry. As soon as Arthur Smith left, he started catching balls. Um, that is a concern for Bijan. And the fact that they just don't usually throw to the running back in this offense. So he's in my tier big purely based on talent, but I think there is some concern over how much pass work he's gonna actually get here. So if we if we move to the next tier. I have Joe Mixon here, Ramondre Stevenson, Jonathan Taylor. Now, Mixon, not flashy, but absolutely consistent in a great offense. Actually didn't score a lot of touchdowns last year, despite how good this this offense is and how many carries he got inside the 10. Still had seven touchdowns, but, I mean, he, he could easily have double-digit touchdowns in this offense. There is no one to push him, really, you know, he he's going to get work in the passing game. He does every year. He's going to get the goal line work. So not the greatest, not the flashiest, maybe, maybe not the most upside, but I, I, I think Joe Mixon definitely belongs here. Ramondre Stevenson. I, I don't care that they signed Zeke. I think it might actually be good for him. Cause I, I don't think he needs to be that absolute workhorse to get there. Third most targets among running backs last season, averaged over five yards a carry. Really. I think what, Zeke does is it's kind of hurt his goal line work, but that's really not where he did anything last year anyway. So I, I do think that Zeke affects his maybe top five upside, but I still think he belongs in this tier and, and actually has a very, very safe floor, which a lot of these running backs that we're going to get to, you, you can't really say that for. And then Jonathan Taylor, clearly it is a shit show right now. Who who knows what's going on? Is he going to play for the Colts? Is he going to play for another team? Can he even play? Is the ankle still bothering him? But just talent alone, I, I do think that he most likely stays with the Colts. But I, I have him in this tier just, just based on talent alone. But Fitz, what do you think about this tier? Yeah, I think this is where we can uh, you know, all start to get a little different. I think uh... – you know, it was just you know, those first three tiers, so they're your top guys. Um, so I actually have some different guys in here. I'll, I'll start this tier off actually with someone you didn't even have in this tier in uh, Travis Etienne. Um, dude is just so explosive. I just love that offense. You know, he's kind of um, first year he was hurt. And last year, you know, he's showing flashes and just um, playing with his college quarterback, going to get past work. He's just a home run waiting to happen. Um you know, all the talk you know, around camp with ATN is good. So I really like ETN here. Um, nothing to argue about with Mixon. I like Mixon. Um, I like Stevenson. I do think Zeke's going to take you know, take a lot of touchdowns. I can see Zeke having, you know, 10 touchdowns um, there if they score, you know, that offense takes off. And then uh, I'm, I'm not – I'm taking Jonathan Taylor out of this year. I know he's talented. I'm just I'm, – I'm not comfortable drafting him. I'm not touching Jonathan Taylor um, just for the reason you said. Like I said, even if – Who's he going to play for? When's he going to come back? And how does the ankle look? Um, so I would take Jonathan Taylor out, and uh, I'd put Aaron Jones in this tier just because, um, yeah, I know, you know, changing quarterback, but he's that whole offense. You know, he, he gets pass work. Um, even though, he you know, Dylan spells him, he splits work with Dylan. He's still uh, – until I see Aaron Jones not completely beast, I'm going to, you know, be comfortable drafting him. So my tier, tier here is Etienne, Mixon, Stevenson, and Jones, and I'm taking Taylor out. 
that that's fair. I, I actually have Jones and and ATN in in the next tier. But Dave, Dave, what are you thinking? You're muted. Um, yeah, I think um, I kind of agree with Fitz. I mean, there's more names that we can add to this tier here. You are getting. I don't see Mixon, Stevenson, and Taylor being kind of standalone. This is kind of where you're going to start opening up these ranges. I do like ETN. I do like Aaron Jones to add. I mean, combining your next couple of tiers here, um, I think you've got a big group of guys that have – we're starting to get question marks now. Um, Stevenson, I really like the talent. Is he going to get the you know goal line touches? I don't think Zeke's going to steal 10 touchdowns from him, but um, you know he's definitely going to uh, probably eat a little bit of that goal line work, but his every down usage for Stevenson is still skyrocketing. Um, he's actually – Zeke was a good signing as it relates to that there. Um, but, yeah, most of these guys I still have in the same mix and great offense, great opportunity. I don't know if he's getting suspended or anything like that. I don't think that's a concern for this year. So don't have too much to argue with here. Yeah, the only thing I'll, I'll say on that Stevenson point is, you know, Zeke can steal all the goal line carries. Stevenson only had five rushing touchdowns last year and still was RB7. So I, I don't think touchdowns is is really where, where he's making his – his hay, so I, I I do think really it, it the Zeke I I don't think really affects Stevenson at all. No, it's usage for them, and you know the three down back is Stevenson, pretty solid. Yeah, he's going. You know, he never really had the goal line back that role. Yeah, that was and and in, incredibly efficient. You know, it's I I wouldn't say he's explosive as Tony Pollard, but it's a similar situation. Ze, Zeke took basically all. I mean, he had a touchdown almost every freaking week last year and Pollard was still Pollard. So I, I do think that Stevenson definitely still belongs here. And I, I do get your guys cases for, for ATN, Aaron Jones, a couple other guys being in this tier. I, I just think maybe I'd be a little, feel a little bit better if I went wide receiver and then maybe on the way back came away with a Stevenson or a Mixon as, as my RB one. Whereas some of these other guys, I'd rather have them if I went running back early and have them as an RB two. But wait, what, what do you, what do you think? Um, Joe Mixon, I'm like, as the summer's going on, I'm starting to like him more and more since uh, his, obviously his legal stuff got cleared up. Uh, he, he's going to be in a good offense. He's gonna, he catches the ball. Uh, they just lost P Ryan got a lot of work last year. So, you know, Mixon losing him, he's good. But uh, I disagree on Stevenson. I'm not on Stevenson at all. I haven't really been this 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 whole summer because I wasn't sure who they were gonna sign. They like I like it. I love his town actually. Like he he can he can catch. He's fast. He's he's big, but he's pretty. He's still fast. But um, I, I but after they signed Zeke, I'm hearing. You know, I mean, again, it's preseason. You gotta watch what you hear. Some something is like coach speak, whatever. But like they're using Zeke a lot. I heard he might even get some third down work. Like if he if if Ramondre loses like even like some goal line in third down because like Zeke got signed for three million like I know that's not a lot of money but it's not like vet men money it's like they're they're probably gonna I don't know why but they're they feel like they I feel like they're gonna use Zeke. I mean, Dalvin uh, got not nine million three three million is really nothing. Well, like and, and for somebody other... who sorry I'm cutting you off but no, somebody who was like Dan who could have been out of the league. Like everyone, some te- teams were saying like a couple of months before he got signed, I was hearing like nobody wanted him, and then all of a sudden he gets three million. I mean, it's not a lot. It's it's not a lot of money, but it's like it's not, not vet men. So, I but what I'm still what I'm hearing is they're gonna use him. So 
I, I, it scares yeah. me on Stevenson. The the only uh, thing I like with the only thing with third down is he's he's going to get used on third down because he's an incredible pass blocker. He's not going to be running the routes. Ramondre will be the one running the routes and and catching passes. Now Zeke can, but he he's such a good pass blocker that they are going to use him on third down to to pass block. But I, I still think Ramondre is going to get a, a ton of of the the receiving work. Yeah, and then um Taylor. Yeah, I, I mean I, again I I like Taylor. I know I know we don't know where he's at, but he's going to play somewhere. The Colts aren't weren't a great team. I like them on the Colts. He could go to Miami. I'm hearing he could go to the the Bears. I'm hearing they're looking they they're offering some shit. And I forgot the last team. Uh, it, was, it wasn't Eagles. too exciting. With who was it? Eagles. Eagles? Nah, it was a uh, well. If they you, I'm not just blaming that, but I heard another team. It wasn't the. Eagles, uh, they also said possibly the Rams. Rams. Yeah, there was a couple teams that were interested. Oh, okay, I so I, yeah, I just don't probably, know. Even... I mean, we can have that conversation real quick too, because with the landscape of running back right now, I mean. You're seeing these guys struggle to get paid. Not only does a team have to give up a first for him, supposedly, but you got to pay him to a long-term contract. Nobody's going to give up a first to to just sign him to a rental deal. So or they said or equal value to like so maybe like two seconds if that's equal to a first, or they said something like that. And then even if he does go somewhere, I mean, he's got he's got what one week to learn a whole new offense. You know, you, you had other wherever team he goes had running backs in the building, you know, working there. He's not just going to go in there and just be, I, I don't know, like I said, I'm, I'm off Taylor this year. I mean, if he goes to Miami, it's, there's not much of an offense to learn. He's going to yeah. run the ball up the Run middle. fast, yeah. Um, And that's a great opportunity for him if they can make it work. The price is going to come down from a first-round pick. I don't yeah. think that they're going to – this This hasn't been good for either of them, Taylor or the Colts all summer. They're going to get to that self-imposed deadline on Tuesday, and he's going to be shipped out somewhere for the best offer. Yeah, but even if okay, he gets shipped out, he he's still getting treatment on that. Well, he got surgery on last year, you know. So yeah, that that's you know, the schedule. Yeah, how do you know? Right, he looked oh. awful last year on that. He had surgery on it, and it's still not right. So I, I I'm not touching him. I mean, how much of that is contract, and how much of it is real? It's pretty. Yeah, that's true. You don't know. But but again, I mean, for that reason, like I said, I, I feel pretty safe with Mixon and Ramondre. For that reason, I, I I think I will move Taylor down to this next range where where these guys do have some questions. But Fitz, you you brought up ATN, you know, very very efficient back, very explosive. I I just the only thing that worries me is the talk constantly is we don't want to give him as much work, and and they've shown that through their actions. You know, l- last year they had uh, Robinson. You know, he he was basically the starter to begin the year. This year, they they drafted Tank Bigsby. I mean, I, I do worry he gets a little bit less work, but same as Tony Pollard. I mean, he's so efficient and so explosive that I I do still think that he's probably going to get a thousand yards and and somewhere around six or seven touchdowns with how good this offense is going to be. So I I definitely think he belongs here. I think Najee. I, I'm back and forth on him. You know, I, I do think Warren kind of steals some touches from him and and really with Najee it, it's all volume because the guy's not really a a big play threat but just the amount of work that he gets I, I I do think that you can make a case for him here and Aaron Jones just continues to produce I, I do think that this offense is going to be better than people are are expecting so I I do like him here as well but Fitz what what, what are you thinking I know you mentioned some of these guys and, and 
they're higher up there. Do you think anyone else though belongs in here? No, because then I think when we get to the next tier, it's going to be uh, a bigger tier and a lot, lot more opinionated. Um, I could, I could, I can go with Najee Harris. You get Najee, Najee Harris in there. Um, so yeah, I agree. What about you, Wave? Um, I did want to say that um, I do a you know I do a lot of best ball like. Um, my guy Jameer Gibbs is is up there with that in, a, in that fourth tier. I wanted to say when I was still uh, like Jameer, they the best ball has like he he gets picked like right around there, right around <laughs> uh you know early or early thirties. This is season long though, so it's a little bit of a different conversation. And you're also terrible at best ball, so I mean right. I know where so, you're doing. All right, guys. But... Right, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna dignify that honestly, but. <laughs> No, but I like but Jameer. I mean, if we're talking half PPR, like Jameer, Jameer Gibbs, he could, he's he's gonna catch a ton of balls. He could catch, we, we don't know, he could catch like 70, 80 balls. And then like yeah, his true. his competition is David Montgomery. He he, we don't like he's a rookie, but any any rookie picked in the first round, they get, I think they they finished every one of them finished at least top uh, top twelve uh, fantasy running back. So, like. Yeah, not I, I do like Gibbs. I have him actually start in the next tier. And again, it, it's just a matter of, you know, ATN, Harris, Aaron Jones, we've seen it. Where whereas Gibbs haven't really seen it yet. We're talking about Ramondre basically not being as good because Zeke is taking away goal line carries. I don't think Gibbs is gonna get a ton of goal line carries. I think most of that's gonna go to Montgomery. Now I don't think he's gonna have the year that Williams had last year, but I do think that he still could possibly score 10 touchdowns. And and that definitely hurts Gibbs upside. And as Dave mentioned, I I do like him more from a best ball standpoint. I do think he's a big play guy. He's going to get chunk plays, obviously with the draft capital, they are going to use him quite a bit, but just haven't seen it yet. He is a smaller guy too. So is he going to be able to hold up for a whole entire season? So just a couple questions, keep him in a tier below for me, but Dave, what about you? Yeah, I agree with the tier that you got here. I also agree even, you know, I like Gibbs starting off the next year. I think he's going to have a lot of opportunity, but that Jamal Williams role where he led the league in touchdowns is, is now David Montgomery's role. I don't think Gibbs is taking many of those, you know, runs from the one. Um, but I like this tier here, and then we start to open up in the next one where uh, you're going to start getting a lot less bell cow type uh, running backs and, more of the 60, 40, 70, 30 timeshare. So. Yeah. So next year, I do have Jameer Gibbs at the top of that one. Damian Pierce. I, I just last year, I did not like him because of the the hype around him. I thought he was going way too high, but this year, I mean, you know, I, I thought maybe Singletary would, would be a threat to him, but clearly they, they want him to be a bell cow. The fact that the quotes have come out of, of him losing weight for, for running so many routes, I, I think if he's getting that much usage and, and usage in the passing game, he definitely deserves to be here. I still have Brees Hall here. I, I get the Dalvin Cook thing. I get that he's coming back from injury. And I do think that in the beginning of the year, it will be a lot of Dalvin Cook. But I think towards the end of the year, people forget how good Brees Hall was last year. I, I, I think if he is healthy, I don't care who he's splitting time with. You know, we, we have guys up, up a little bit higher that that have some questions about how much time they're going to get, but they're extremely efficient. I, I think Brees Hall is literally a top five talent in this league. So I, I still have him in this, this tier. 
Cam Akers, just because there's there's really not much there. I, I do think that he had a stretch at the end of the year last year, third most rushing yard, yards over the last seven games. So I, I, I like Akers in this one. Javante Williams, how the hell is this guy this healthy and already contributing in the preseason? You, you see what he did last year in the passing game and already in the preseason, they're giving him passing work coming off of, of a horrific injury. It's absolutely insane to see. So I, I love Javante. And then James Cook is is rising pretty quickly. It, it, it looks like he is going to be the clear-cut guy in Buffalo. And granted, who, who knows what that's going to be. But we've seen Singletary at the end of the past couple seasons have some serious stretches. So I do like James Cook. Had 5.7 yards per carry last year. But that that's where I got this tier. Dave, what, what are you thinking for this one? I think when you start getting down here, like I was just saying before, you really want to make sure that you've got bell cow usage. I mean, even Cam Akers has Kyron Williams behind him. So, you know, there was a ton of hype around him last year, and Kyron Williams kind of did nothing, but he was still there, and McVay seems to like him. So he is a little bit of a threat to Cam Akers. I don't like uh, – well, Alexander Madison, I think, really is one of these bell cow backs that you don't have here. We do want to look for high-end usage. They've – the rookie backs behind him and Ty Chandler really haven't impressed in preseason. So Madison is still going to get a ton of run. He was really effective when Dalvin was out in each of those games where he was the starter. Um, Javante Williams, like you said, just kind of crazy that he's back already. Um, I don't know if they do the same thing like Brees Hall and kind of hold him back a little bit. The only reason why Brees Hall's in this tier is because he's coming off surgery or else he'd be two, three tiers above where you have him. Um, you might th- want to throw Dalvin Cook in there because that split usage for the season is kind of just effective in this tier. One other name is Ken Walker. Ken Walker was not that efficient, but got a ton of usage last year. There's no real reason to think he's going to lose significant carries to Charbonnet right out of the gate. Um, and I think he's still the goal line back, but we are starting to open it up. I want to be drafting guys that are going to be having a significant role. And, you know, as we get into these thinner tiers, you want to be on that better side of the timeshare. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. Kenneth Walker, I I do have concerns about a little bit, so I have him in the next tier. And I do have Madison there as well. I I do think you can make a usage argument that Madison should be up here with with these guys. I I just worry about him. You know, we've seen him for stretches, and he's, he's been pretty effective. But I remember a lot of times him being complete chalk on, on DraftKings and not really paying off it and being that that RB1 that we wanted. So I, I just the fact that we've only seen it in little stretches and, and when he's gotten the workload at times, it, it hasn't been incredible. I'm just a little apprehensive on him. Ken Walker has the groin injury also. Charbonnet has been getting all the work with the ones. So I do worry that he loses some some touches to him. He was not effective at the goal line at all last year. Basically, everything he did was, was long, big runs, which that is still in, in his wheelhouse. So you you definitely do like that from a fantasy standpoint. But I, I just think that he splits a little more time than he did last year. So I have him a little lower. But Wave, what, what are you thinking here? Oh, uh, yeah. Quick, before I go to tier six, though, when I'm real like on Najee, I like I, I think Najee is the worst. Uh, he, he's one of the. I hate Najee, one of the most uh, of any player this season. But if like, so, I'll just go to tier six. But I just wanted to say, get that on record: is I, I'm not drafting Najee anywhere. 
but uh I, that's fine I, I i really i'm not crazy about Najee. i just think it's just his workload is is pretty safe as far as an efficiency standpoint i think he's terrible though gotcha and then so um tier six i like uh yeah, Damian Pierce. I mean, he 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 ran a lot of routes again, uh, like in preseason. I like I look at usage in preseason, and he, he ran a lot of routes, and that was kind of the, the only thing holding him back. Because I mean, his team's not the greatest, obviously, but he's gonna get if he's gonna get catches and and and, and run a lot of routes. Uh, I like Damian Pierce. Uh, Brees. Um, the Jets. I mean, I don't know why they signed Cook, but um, if Brees Brees gets all if. If they get Brees majority of the work, I mean that's a big gift with Cook there. But I mean he he catches. He was one of the, he was one of the most efficient backs in the NFL. I mean I like Brees a lot. Like I don't know what the Jets are doing with him, but uh, Cam, Cam Akers uh, I like Cam a lot this year. I think he's gonna. I'm not concerned about Kieran Williams. Uh, everything out of Rams camp is that this guy's gonna get um, monster workload. He's gonna catch passes. And uh, I'm believing it because at, at the the back half of the season, he was one of the top, like if he was like RB five for the like the last like four or five games of the season. Uh, Javante, um, with P, P Ryan's a good back behind him, but he's already he's already running a lot of routes. It's probably only a matter of time before like he week one or two that he takes back the full workload. So I like Javante Cook. Cook's been rocking it up for um all summer. I know uh, Harris is hurt right now, but uh, Cook's been the RB one all summer, from what I've been hearing. So he catches passes. He probably won't be the goal line back. I mean, he, we we don't know. There's a small percentage chance. What are you saying? Nah, jo- Josh Allen's the goal line back. Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah Josh Allen's I'll, goal line back. I'll just I mean, saying, they, do, you, do you do you have anyone else that Derek didn't mention in this tier? No, I think that I think that tier's he's pretty. I think that tier's pretty. Um, maybe Cook's a tad high, but. So, but I, I like it. I like that tier. All those players. Hicks, what about you? Yeah, no, I agree with this tier. I would just, um, I would take Cook out just because even if he does get all the work, I mean, Buffalo doesn't run the ball very much. And Jai, you know, Josh Allen takes a lot of that rushing work, takes a lot of the goal line work. So I would take Cook out. And I got two guys um, that I would throw in here. You know, you talk about, you know, Belkow usage. I mean, it hasn't happened yet, but, you know, it's kind of projected. I don't really see anyone else there. I like Rashad White. I put him in this tier and uh guy that I've been on since he came in the league, it's just injuries and whatever. I don't know what's going on with him, but I mean, I think if he plays playing for contract, plays healthy, um, JK Dobbins and Rashad white, I would put in this tier. I would take James cook out. And I just want to um, radiate, you know, punctuate that Javante Williams and Brees Hall with Alfred injury. I mean, they'd be in tier two because those guys are absolute studs. Um, but yeah, I agree with this. Everything you said with this tier, I would just take Cook out and put in uh, Dobbins and White. Yeah, so I, I have Dobbins in the next one, and actually, I, I'm moving White up into this this as well. He's, I really just I've been staying away from him just because of just concerns of this offense, especially the offensive line. But they're they're going to have to throw a ton. He's a very good pass catcher, and and Baker, believe it or not, actually. Uh, on Carolina and the Rams last year, checked down at the highest rate in, in the NFL. So Rashad White's going to get a ton of work in the passing game. So I, I actually am coming around on him a little bit more. So I have him in this this tier. Dobbins, I, I like, but the reason I have him in this tier is, is one, I think just in a Todd Monken offense that you're not going to get the just volume that they've had in, in the rushing department over the past couple of years. So that scares me a little bit. 
And then there's still there's reports coming out that he's dealing with swelling and stiffness in that knee still. And, you know, we're, we're talking about Taylor and, and worries with his ankle. And we don't know if that's actually true or not. This is they're They're literally saying that every day in practice, he's dealing with stiffness and there's reports coming out that they're still swelling there. And that, that just terrifies me. So I, I worry about a little bit less volume. And if that knee is still bothering him, that's just enough for, to knock him down to this tier for me. But I do have Ken Walker in this tier. I have Madison here. I have Miles Sanders. I, I do think that they're going to be a, a pretty much a run first offense with a good offensive line. So I, I don't hate Miles Sanders. Alvin Kamara, only because he's missing three games. Otherwise, I, I think you can make a case for him definitely to be higher. Now, obviously, he doesn't have the upside that he once had. Maybe he won't get as much work in the passing game, but he is still the clear best running back on, on this uh, I'm really not worried about Kendra Miller this year, maybe next year, but I, I, I do think Kamara belongs here too. And I mean, here we, we can probably make a lot of cases for a lot of guys. So Wade, why don't you just start it off here? No, like, yeah, like I saw with Ken, I like Ken Walker. Like, I don't, I don't see, like I said, I don't see um, Charbonnet. I mean, he could, so he can get a lot of passing work, but like Ken Walker had a great rookie year. I don't see them just completely phasing him out after what he did last year. I mean, they got re- they didn't resign Penny for him. So, and then uh, Mad- Madison, uh, not the again. I'm not the hugest fan of his town, but the uh, he's going to get a lot of work. Uh, Miles Sanders, um, I like Miles Sanders a lot as well. Uh, I think he's he's going to catch. Uh, they have his old coach from when he was a rookie uh, with with the um, with the Eagles, and I think he's going to catch a lot more balls this year. Uh, Do- Dobbins, um, they got Lamar over there. They added freaking old OBJ. They added uh, Zay Flowers. They add, they got Mark Andrews. I mean, they got they even got the um, Isaiah the likely the, the backup. Like they got a lot of passing game weapons, and they also got a, like they, they got a lot of backs too. They got you know Gus and they they got um, Justice Hill. So I have I have big questions about Dobbins' workload, and he he doesn't catch passes either. Like he's he's young and he's good. He's talented, but I just have questions about his full workload. So basically, you agree with Derek's tier completely? Yeah. Nah, yeah. I would just move up. My bad. I, I would just move uh, Rashad White up in there, and then um. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, with that. I, I like Miles Sanders a lot. Dave, what about you? I like. I mean, you guys covered most of them. I think Rashad White needs to be in the same tier. Um, starting running back, not much competition. I feel like James Conner and Miles Sanders are almost the same players this year too. So I would put them in the same tier. They are the only running backs there. Actually, Miles Sanders even has more competition with Chubba Hubbard. But Conner is gotta be the focal point of that offense. There's there's gonna be some sort of offense in Arizona. It might not be very good, but there's gonna be some sort of offense and it's gotta run through James Conner, I would think. So I would have him up in uh, this tier with the rest of these guys because as you start getting into these next tiers, we're, we are starting to get into timeshare. So I would definitely bump up Connor. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that's a fair point. So, uh, yeah, I, I I probably would put Connor and Rashad White in this tier just volume-based alone. And, and you know, Arizona is going to be terrible, but Con- Connor can still catch some passes too and – like you said, there there's absolutely no competition there, so I, I don't hate it. So and I've got got one more based strictly on offense alone. Isaiah Pacheco, um, starting running back. I know McKinnon's going to have the pass catching role, but Chiefs running back should be good enough to be put in this tier also. 
yeah, I don't hate that. I just, I'm concerned about his health a bit. And it sounds crazy to say, but I do think that Clyde Edwards Hilaire is actually going to get some work. We actually saw early last year before he, he got hurt. He was being used quite a bit, especially around the goal line. I don't think, I don't think you want to draft Clyde Edwards Hilaire, but I think he's going to be a thorn in the side of, of Pacheco owners a little bit. Fitz, go ahead. Tell me about Clyde Edwards Hilaire. No, I'm not going to make a case for Clyde Edwards Hilaire at all. Actually, I was going to say I'm a big Andy Reid fan, but why didn't he just give the ball to McKinnon more? I mean, I'm not a big Pacheco guy. I don't have Pacheco in his tier at all. Pacheco, I don't think he has very good feet. He doesn't have, you know, he doesn't um, have good timing. He literally just runs into the line full speed ahead. You know, he's a violent runner. I think he's a good guy to come in, you know, when the defense is worn down to break one. But Isaiah Pacheco is not an every down back. Clyde Edwards has been awful. Why doesn't, you know, why don't they give Jarek McKinnon more work? I mean, that dude's so explosive. He can run, he can catch, and they just don't give him enough work. So, because um, I, I don't think they want to give him enough work. I think they're worried about him being able to handle enough work. I think what they did last year is exactly what they want to do. Down the stretch, they want to use him in the passing game and, and basically for a playoff run. Andy Reid is the only coach to actually figure out a way to keep McKinnon on the field so far. And you can't give him any more than he's currently got because he's as fragile as they came early in his career. Fair enough. And, you know, and... Yeah, you know, Mahomes doesn't really use the backs in the past game as much as, you know, the old Andy Reid offenses. You know, that's why, you know, I think Edwards Hilaire isn't as effective, but I, I'm not a big believer in Pacheco. And they probably use all those guys, Pacheco, McKinnon, Edwards Hilaire. So I wouldn't have any chief running back in any of these, um, this, this tier. Yeah, that that's why I kind of have Pacheco a little bit further down. But yeah, if, if we're moving down here, I, d- I do think that, that Connor and White do deserve to be up a little bit higher. I, I think you can make a case for Montgomery being a little bit higher too, but I have him in this next year. I, I just, I said it before. I think he's going to get a, a ton of work. This is, uh, you know, the, this offense runs the ball. I think they're going to be much more efficient than, than they have been. Now, basically it's a Mon Ra and nobody because Jamison Williams is, is out for the first six games. So you don't have a lot of weapons here. So David Montgomery and, and, Gibbs are going to have to be relied on quite a bit. So I, I do like Montgomery. Dalvin Cook is going to get plenty of work in, in that Jets offense that should be pretty good there. So I, I think he belongs here. And I mean, really, we we could just make a case here for, for anybody. It's, it's a matter of preference when you get to this point of the draft. So DeAndre Swift, we don't know what he's going to be really in, in Philadelphia. I do have concerns just of how many mouths they have to feed there and, and the fact that Jalen Hurts is basically the running back one there. So Dylan's going to get a ton of work, you know, should be an okay offense. So I I think Dylan down here is good. Khalil Herbert should be the the clear cut for Chicago. 5.7 yards per carry last year. So definitely like that over five yards per carry for his career. So the only thing there is, as I said, you know, Hurts is the RB1 for the Eagles. Obviously Fields is the RB1 for the Bears. Zach Charbonnet, that this is someone that I, I do think could eat into Ken Walker quite a bit. And Ken Walker has dealt with injuries already in his career. So if if Walker goes down, Zach Charbonnet could be a serious, serious piece that you want for your team. Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson, I basically have right next to each other for completely opposite reasons. I do think Brian Robinson's going to get a good amount of work. He's an okay running back. 
I mean, it, it, in a pinch, if you if you need to start him, I think that's fine. And Gibson, I just think, has a little bit more upside and should hopefully be actually used in the passing game in, in a enemy offense. And I think this offense is going to be pretty good. So I, I don't mind the two of them there. But Fitz, go ahead. We, we, you really just make a case for anyone you want down here. At this point, we're, we're just taking our shots on guys we like. Yep. All right. So to be clear, you put Connor and White in that other tier. So you're starting off tier nine basically with Cook and Montgomery, right? Yeah. Well, yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, I agree with, you know, what you said, I like Herbert. I like Dylan. I like, uh, um, I like Swift and that Eagles offense, but I think they're just going to use so many guys there. Um, I really like Gainwell there. Penny's a good back. So, um, really the, my favorite in this tier I'd say is probably Dylan. Um, you know, he's, he's good by himself splitting work, but if Aaron Jones, you know, get, gets hurt, then he's, you know, he's a league winner. And then, uh, I like Brian Robinson um, a, a lot more than, than Gibson. I mean, the guy, you know, got shot last preseason and was giving all the work. He's pretty efficient. Um, I think that offense going to be better than people think. So I like Brian Robinson. I think Antonio Gibson, they should move. I mean, the guy came out of college is basically, you know, a slot receiver gadget player. So I think they should move him more, um, you know, in the slot and, and in a pass game. Um, so I like, uh, yeah, probably my favorite in this, in this, uh, in this tier is Herbert and, and Robinson, but um, I don't have any arguments with, with anybody here. Fair enough. Wave, what, what are you thinking down here? I mean, just just give us a case on on some guys you you like or, or maybe don't down here. You have any preference? Nah, but um, <laughs> uh, Khalil Herbert, uh, he's I, he looks like he locked down a starting job in in, in uh, Chicago, which is an offense I think it's going to be a lot better than people think. So I, I like uh, Herbert there. Um, I like um, Gibson. He looked like, and like I'm gonna reference preseason usage, but it, it was like like he got just as, like almost as many snaps and 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 uh, he got as many target or more targets than than Robinson. So I like I like Gibson. Uh, Gibson's got a lot of talent. New coach, maybe gets a little bit more work. Um, yeah, that's that's those those are the guys I like in tier nine. Yeah, I mean Gibson's always gonna get more targets than Robinson anyway, and I do think that. Uh... Having the enemy in that offense, they might actually use him like a wide receiver like they should have been doing for years. So I really do like him in this tier also. Uh Swift, there's just so many there's just so many running backs there. So I just don't know what they're gonna end up doing. Uh, but I agree with you, Fitz. I mean, if Aaron Jones goes down, AJ Dillon could be a league winner. Uh he's probably my favorite in that tier just for that reason, because you're looking at high end handcuffs. Um, the same thing if Gibson goes down, Brian Robinson could get a ton of work, but that's what you're looking for there. Khalil Herbert kind of scares me with Roshan Johnson. Uh, he's probably second on the Jeff chart and they did spend draft capital on him. He's another guy we just haven't seen get the volume yet. But I mean, when you talk about opportunity, if he gets the majority of the Bears, uh, carries, you know, he, he's going to definitely outplay all these players in these, in this tier here. Don't, don't forget Dante Foreman, too. You, you mentioned Roshan Johnson when you said Cleo Herbert, but Dante Foreman, man, that guy was a beast coming out of college, yeah, Achilles, but he proved he can play. He's back from that injury when he played last year with Carolina. So um, maybe we, you know, lead up the next tier with that, but I like Dante Foreman. You got to step your news game up, Fitz. Roshan Johnson was, was the number two today. That was the news I saw. Yeah, that's exactly it. Dante Foreman's an afterthought. So step your news game up, Fitz. <laughs> So we we can move into the next tier and and I mean real really here we'll we'll just we'll just say this is the final tier. I mean these are guys late that that you're 
you're taking either just to fill in for bye weeks or, or taking a, a shot on just a, as a lottery ticket. But I do think P Ryan will get some work in, in, in the offense, you know, Sean Payton offense. So do like that. Obviously he, he could be used in the passing game quite a bit. Jalen Warren is just an explosive player. And, and we said, you know, Najee looks like shit. So Warren should get a little bit more work this year. You can make a case for any of the Miami guys, really. I I, I do think that it's tough to know who it's going to be on it any given week, but they'll probably have usable weeks. So Zeke, you know, we said he, he had 10 touchdowns last year. He, he could potentially do that again. So maybe a bye week fill in. You're going there. Rashad Penny is, is a big play, you know, guy throughout his career it's just a matter of can he stay healthy probably not which is the reason why he's down here Gainwell seems to be gaining some steam on that offense as we said though very crowded backfield there and then I do like Eli Mitchell another guy that that just continues to get hurt but when he is healthy he is used in in what's a good offense so Fitz who who you like down the board for for late running backs yeah um I mentioned McKinnon, I like McKinnon. I think they should use him more. But even if something you draft and, and stash him, and like Derek said, they want to use him late, you know, maybe that's a guy uh keep on your bench. You can use him late. Um, you know, Ty, Tyler Algier is, is good at all the hype with Bijan. I don't think Tyler Algier is going away. Um, you know, he's 240 pounds. Even if Bijan gets all that work, you know, maybe Algier's the goal line back. Yeah, that offense might not be great, but uh, I don't think he goes away. I think he could be flex worthy some weeks. Um, yeah, I like you know I like Singletary. Um, probably ain't gonna get get, get much work. Um, I know I mentioned I like ETN, but Tank Bisbee I like coming out and he seems they want to lighten ETN's workload. You know, um, I think Tank Bisbee Bigsby could be you know flex worthy some weeks. And uh, one person I'm not taking down here is Amir White because dude's dude's awful. Dave, Dave, what about you? You got you got some late targets you like. Yeah, I mean, Fitz kind of took one of mine there. Tank Bigsby, I'm not as high on uh, ETN as he was, but Tank Bigsby, I could see eating into some carries, catching those balls, maybe taking some goal line work. So I really like that call out. Uh, Perrine and Warren could be an, a class in their own in a tier. They really, I think, have just high ends, whether it's handcuffs or just steal a lot more work than we think they're going to. I would have both of them kind of in a tier outside of these guys that are just kind of any guys. Yeah, um, that's fair. And I don't know who's going to be the Colts running back after next week. Maybe Deion Jackson, but I would also add Colts running back by week one to whatever tier this is. I don't really know who's Kenyon in the room. Drake resurgence? I mean, I can see Kareem Hunt signing there and getting like a real role. Um, but it, it's kind of silly that he didn't. I mean, obviously he's asking for too much money for for no one to have signed him. I'm surprised he's still on the street. Maybe he's waiting for the first guy to go down with an injury and wants a starting back somewhere. But he just seems too talented to still not have a job when you know back like Zeke does. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're throwing darts anywhere that you want to. I think Tank Bixby is probably one of my favorites, uh, along with Green Warren. Um, I do like Mostert in the uh, Miami backfield, pending that um, so Jonathan Taylor isn't their starting running back too. So I think we covered them all. Yep. Wait, what about you? Who who are your late targets that that you like? Yeah, well, there's a yeah, J- Jalen. I do like Jalen Warren. I mean, I think he, like we said before, um, Najee Najee's not very good. I think Jalen Warren 
they could end up, you know, being a power situation eventually, or maybe maybe even earlier if he really outplays them because he outplayed them last year. Honestly, uh, I do like Rashad Penny. Um, obviously, he gets hurt a lot, but if he doesn't get hurt, um, he he's he's big and fast. He could be the goal line back, you know, in a, in a high powered offense. And then um, instead of these late guys, I would just say any of the rookies, Roshan Johnson. Uh, like we just said, he's the number two now. He, I heard he's, I heard he's the by far the best pass blocker on the team. So he can, you know, if he, that's a quick way for if a rookie's good at that, that's a quick way to get him the field. Um, Miller, um, on the Saints. I mean, the kid, he's just electric. I mean, they they use he could they use Kamara when he was a rookie? They could they could use you know it's obviously Champagne's gone, but they could use this kid. Um and um and um with the Miami situation, I'm I'm gonna um a chain. I mean, he he's small, but I mean, they're, they he's he, hurt. You know, he he is, he is hurt, but isn't isn't it isn't it minor though? Yeah, it's isn't a it? shoulder. I think it's a bruised shoulder. Is that yeah, how you so? Is that how you say his name? Yeah, I forget a chain. I don't know how to you know. Plus, your balls. I'm actually really curious. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, th- De- I think Devon it's chain. Yeah, but I'm not sure. <laughs> but yeah, I've he's, heard a chain. I've heard a chainy. A chain, a chain, a chain. <laughs> yeah, a chain. But um, yeah, he's fast, and he he, and then um, and then that Miami off. There's so much speed on the field in that Miami offense. Like he's just gonna be like, oh shit, they gave him the ball, and there's no one around him. He's gonna run for like 80 yard TD. Yeah, so, no, I think I think he's really good. I just don't want Jonathan Taylor to end up there. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You don't know. And and he he is injured, but you know, minor. He should be back soon. I mean, they. Invested some draft capital on him. I, I think he's a really good player. Yeah, and I, th- I think McDaniel's just draws up gadget shit for him to get him the ball in space. And I, I like him more as maybe a DraftKings play than you know. I, I do think though, if later in the year you're looking for a flyer, bye weeks, or, or if you, a lot of your guys get injured, that that could be a good call. Fitz, I definitely like your call on Algier. I mean, the the guy set the the franchise record for rookies last year. Uh, I, with how much they run the ball, I, I do still think he gets a good amount of work. You know, same thing. We're we're talking about bye week fill-ins here, so I do think he'll have some usable weeks. One of Damian Harris or Latavius Murray, as disgusting as it sounds, could be usable. You know, they're they're probably going to get some goal line work. Now, granted, Josh Allen is more of a goal line back than either one of them will be, but Harris has been productive when he's healthy and Latavius just never dies. The guy's collecting social security, but still somehow playing football. And then I think Gus Edwards, you you can throw him in there. And yeah, it's getting pretty thin here, but I I do think I I like what you said with Kendra Miller, you know, these are guys that you want late, you know, while a lot of people are taking, a second quarterback for their bye week or a second tight end or, or taking defense early. These are the guys you want, because as we said, if, if someone goes down in front of one of these guys, these are league winners or, or if it's just a rookie that, that no one saw coming that comes on late, that this is what you want. So this, this is really what you're targeting late in the draft here, but anybody got anyone else they want to add before we, we move on. Yeah. I actually like CH this year. I think he's going to take some work and get, get, a, get a lot of work. <laughs> hey, you're saying what, no. what is this? BH is good. That's awful. BH sucks. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't. I can't even finish the joke. I hate Ceh. He's gonna be a scrub. He's always been a scrub. 
Yeah, I, th- I think we absolutely exhausted the running back position, which is always a good thing, but that's going to do it for this episode. I-, I think we did a pretty good job breaking down all the positions, getting everybody ready for their drafts. I-, I know damn sure I am very excited for the season. Every day that passes, I get more and more excited. Obviously, we are going to go forward and-, and have a ton of more content for betting and for DraftKings, so definitely stay tuned to that. But that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks for joining me, Fitz. Good show. Dave Utnick. Uh, That was fun, guys. (laughs) And making waves. Wave Williams making the debut. Hey, man, had a great time. Let's let's get that money. All right, so that's going to do it for this episode. As I said at the top, check out yardsperfantasy.com. Head over to themadlabmma.com and check back on the podcast feed for everything you need for betting and DFS over the next couple of weeks, we'll be diving into week one. That's going to do it for this week. As always, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Derek Helm. And remember, Stefan out there.